Together we pray, come Holy Spirit, today on this day of Christmas we pray that you would enlighten our minds and hearts and souls and make them a fertile soil of the gospel. Your word may bear great fruit in our life. Lord, illuminate these scriptures for us. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Lord, let us see your face, and we shall be saved. It's one of the great prayers of the Psalms, really kind of summing up the longing of the people of Israel for the coming of the Savior. Lord, let us see your face, and we shall be saved. And this harkens back to the Israelites when they were in slavery, and the Lord appeared to Moses in this theophany, right, the burning bush, and said, hey, hey Moses, go get my people, and the Lord rescues them and takes them in the journey across the desert into the promised land. But then as they're in the promised land, there's struggles, there's exile, they're overtaken, the temple is destroyed, all these things. Not only as a people, but individually their own struggles. And so this longing is like, Lord, like, but like if we could just see your face, then we shall be saved. And I think that cry is at the cry of all of our hearts. Whatever suffering or difficulty that we go through, you know, maybe you woke up this morning, like, and Christmas and everything was perfect in your life. You know? All, all the problems, your bank account was like five times what it was last week, no health problems. You know, you're, everybody's like at the health of a 20-year-old, like life is good, we're rolling. Maybe that didn't happen this morning when we woke up. And there are things in our life that we're like longing, longing for the Lord to show his face, longing for his presence. Lord, let us see your face. Lord, if we could only see your face, then we shall be saved. And this, this is a longing of the people for God to come. And so today, we celebrate, right? We read in the scriptures the coming of the Messiah. For unto us a child is born. And we see... And in this, this manger scene here, we read in the scriptures, what is this? Like a baby? I don't know if, if about you, but I'm thinking like, Lord, when I, when I was thinking about seeing your face, it wasn't a helpless baby. That's, that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking like coming down with a chariot of fire, right? Like a host of angels, like, hey, I'm the Savior. We're about to take care of business. Everything's going to be all right. When the shepherds show up, you see a child. It says, wrapped in swaddling clothes. I mean, all of us have seen babies wrapped up, right? I mean, there's nothing more helpless. There's nothing more weak or helpless than a baby, a newborn child, who's literally wrapped up and can't do anything except cry or smile. Or mess his diaper, right? I mean, that's, that's like the basic three things that it can do. So how, like what is this, why would the Lord reveal himself to us in this way? When he's coming as Savior, when he wants to manifest himself to the world, why would he do it in this way? 
I want to turn to a quote from Pope Benedict XVI. In preaching about Christmas some years back, he says this. He quotes from, from Luke's gospel. He says, To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. It says, nothing miraculous, nothing extraordinary, nothing magnificent is given to the shepherds as a sign. But that's what we want. Something miraculous, something magnificent, something that literally shakes the earth. Like, Lord, come down in that way in my life. But even to the shepherds on the first day, this is not the sign that was given. He says, God's sign is simplicity. God's sign is the baby. God's sign is that he makes himself small for us. This is how he reigns. He does not come with power and outward splendor. He comes as a baby, defenseless and in need of our help. He does not want to overwhelm us with his strength. He takes away our fear of his greatness. You think of that. And we see in recent years, maybe the last 10 years, and my generation and my family, like folks are having babies, right? So we have like babies coming around every other year or so. We gather at family gatherings, and some of the most gruff people in my family, right, you hand them a baby, and they're like, oh, I'm like, who is that guy? <laughs> like, that's, that's not the guy that I grew up with. <laughs> like, that's what's going on there. Because a child, you know, a helpless child can, can melt almost any heart. And it removes fear. I mean, even within a dynamic, like maybe you have a tense family dynamic. You're showing up. You, you know, like you're going somewhere for Christmas dinner today. And you're like, huh, Uncle Bill's going to be there. Uncle Bill from Texas. Should have got a flat tire on the way here, right? You know, like, so if there are any Uncle Bills from Texas here, uh, the Lord loves you. Merry Christmas, right? Everybody's glad you're here. We know those tense dynamics, but then you place a little child in the midst of that. And it almost draws everyone together. And they almost, people who haven't spoken to each other, begin to speak to each other. Because this child... This child who evokes love and love alone. And so this is what God wants from us, right? God is all-powerful and all-glorious and majestic. And if you read, even in the scriptures, when the angels show up, this is why, like, one of my pet peeves is uh, angels, and they show them as, like, a little baby face with wings. Like, you didn't read the Bible. <laughs> when the angels show up, people fall on their face. They're like, okay, don't kill me. Don't kill me, please, you know? Because of the glory and the majesty and the power, knowing that the angel is so holy, like whoever it is is not worthy to be in their presence. And this is just an angel. It's not even the Lord himself. So God, knowing when he revealed himself to us, to see his face, that he needed to come as a child so that we would not be afraid of him. So that we would not be afraid of him. But that we would love him. And we would see that he loves us. And so the Lord reveals to us himself as a child. 
Pope Benedict continues, he asked for our love, so he makes himself a child. He wants nothing other from us than our love, through which we spontaneously learn to enter into his feelings, his thoughts, and his will. We learn to live with him and to practice with him that humility of renunciation that belongs to the very essence of love. God made himself small so that we could understand him, that we could welcome him, and that we could love him. This is the mystery of the nativity. And also connected with that is that God wants to show us that he's not afraid of our weakness, he's not afraid of our poverty, and he, in the midst of our suffering, he is Emmanuel. He is with us. God comes, and he doesn't come and wave a magic wand and miraculously fixes everything about our broken humanity. But he's, he enters into the midst of it, that from the cradle, right, from the midst of the manger all the way to the cross, we see that our God allows himself to be weak and suffering. But in the midst of that suffering, he draws near to us and transforms it, that he redeems it. And then he pours his grace and mercy into it. And so today on this Christmas, as we begin this Christmas season, Wherever it is and whatever thing in your heart that you are still crying out, Lord, let us see your face and we shall be saved. Family situation, a health situation, financial, political, whatever it is, wherever you are longing, see today in Christ and the coming of the Christ child, our God who enters into our brokenness who enters into our poverty to reveal that he is with us. He is with us and he never leaves us all the way from a helpless child to on that cross. Emmanuel, God is with us. Let us read and pray these very words from St. John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things came to be through Him. What came to be through Him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory as of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. No one has ever seen God, but the only Son who is at the Father's side has revealed him. Lord, let us see your face, and we shall be saved. For unto us a child is born, our Savior, Christ the Lord. Emmanuel, God is with us.